podcast where each of us will give a story pitch discuss and then decide which is best my name is john Scherzlick, and the theme for this week is aliens specifically the first encounter kind uh, a fun fact about myself is that i am the best pianist in west new guinea wow west new guinea i don't know if that's correct i didn't know that you were from new guinea or the west part i didn't know that you were such an expert on west new guinea max well, it's east, actually. I just know east. <laughs> so if you're such an expert about east, then why are you trying to stomp on my Well, I'm just saying it? I know the best pianist in east New Guinea, so I feel like you would, you know, bump shoulders with that guy. Do you know the one in the east? Yeah. yeah. What's his name? Franklin. Joke's D. on you. It's a woman. That could be a woman's name. It's Franklin D. I'm, Roosevelt. I've never met a woman named Franklin. Hmm. You've never met a woman? Okay. Well... I lied because I was testing you. It's ah. Franklinette. Makes sense. <laughs> Which obviously means that she's a That woman. actually is her name. I'm upset now. Yeah, see. Because you nailed it. And you, and you doubted me. I did. I truly did. But yeah, I mean, um, I may be the only pianist there, but I'm also the best. Okay. That's fair. You're saying pianist? That's how you say it, yeah. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it very well. Sorry. How would you say it? I'm not going to. Do it. <laughs> Penist. <laughs> Nailed it. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely nailed it. All right. Uh, I'll Hold introduce on. you. Uh, I'm Nick Urban, and I, I don't know how to pronounce pianist. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so am I supposed to go now? Uh, you can introduce yourself if you want. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Nick. I have a, a alter ego. His name is Ken. That's your fun fact? Yes. You sh- your fun fact should be, hi, I'm Nick, and I've never won on this podcast. I won last Shoot. time. Oh, uh, did you really? Well, we're going to have to change that then. Oh, well, goodness. I won the last time I was here. Why would you spin false facts? <laughs> There's a lot of tension in this room right now. I feel a little uncomfortable. Max, what kind of tension? Oh, I see now I can't place my finger on it. <laughs> this is what he does every podcast. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump in on that, but Ken, so is that like... um. What do you, is he, is he a bad alter ego? Is he good? He kills people. Oh, he kills? Hmm. When you make him angry. Max. Okay. I don't feel comfortable. I won't. In this room. He's also a really good cook. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. okay. Now, does he like to cook more or murder? <laughs> a bit of both. Okay. <laughs> Sprinkle a little bit of both in there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, variety is the spice. Of wait, 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 wait. He likes to cook. Yes. What's his favorite dish? Um, well, he typically likes to travel around. He's a cannibal, isn't he? He's cooking people. No, he's not sick in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, you know, a normal murderer. He's a normal, yeah. He's yeah. fine. He's a normal cook. Okay, sorry. When you said cook, I, I was like, oh, he's... One of those murderers. Or he could be, you know, running a meth lab. And there are multiple phrases for cook. Like you can cook meth as well. Don't read too far into that too. I don't know why you're saying that. Like it's like, that makes it better. I guess it's... I know plenty of meth dealers (laughs) as well. Okay. I'm weaving this very elaborate tapestry of my background. First time on this podcast. People are like, who is this guy? Well, I think that, I mean, that's a great transition. Oh yeah, sure. Um, Hi everyone. My name is Max. Um, And 
Go ahead. <laughs> and I'm a werewolf. <laughs> I can see it. Can you? Yeah. Uh, is it? Is it the? With the the, the thing, yeah, uh, the thing. Yeah. Nobody can see, but you know what I'm talking about, yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. So, is that why you uh, have a lot of friends that are meth lab owners? Because you're a werewolf? Or yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm kind of all over the place, um, but I actually don't shift from the phases of the moon. <laughs> okay, well, you um, shift from. Well, <laughs> Vax is, you can see the wheels turning in his head. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, is I actually shift um, from the seasons. Uh, oh, but, okay. But not the seasons that we know, like your your normal summer, fall, winter, like uh, the other ones. Um, yeah. It's the seasons of Jupiter. Oh, wow. I didn't know Jupiter had seasons. They have seasons. Oh. Absolutely. Okay. I say they, so this is like a fun fact inside of a fun fact. Well, yeah. Because here's the thing is, I don't really know how the weather is in Jupiter, but I know yeah. that my shifts are aligned with it. Makes sense. So it just kind of happens. It's yeah. like, oh, I guess it's April. So you're aware. So how did you know that? How did I know that? How did you know that it was Jupiter that you I talked with my astronomer friend <laughs> in <laughs> North New Guinea. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that New Guinea is broken up into four quadrants yeah. like well, that. You know, obviously. I mean, if you got a west, you got to have a north, east, and south. Yeah, that's just logic. So, does the astronomer friend like alert you to like, hey, it's going to be the season next month? Yeah, you got to watch out because you're going to be a werewolf. Uh, well, I mean, that's the thing is they're like, it's going to be the next month when there's a you know seasonal shift in Jupiter, but we haven't quite nailed down when my shifts will actually happen when the seasons change. So you could change so right we, now. So, so I'm now that I'm saying this out loud. I think my astronomer friend doesn't actually know if my shifts are synced with Jupiter's seasonal shifts. I think that's just their leading theory. And this, the more I'm talking about it, the more I think that they made it up. Yeah, is this someone that you pay to like help you figure out what's going well, on? Well, yeah. Or? I mean, they're an expert. I've obviously yeah, I paid wouldn't them. Do that anymore. Hmm. I wouldn't okay. do well, that anymore. Ag- agree to disagree. I think it's really helping him. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Welcome. Appreciate yeah. it. Well, uh, I feel very uncomfortable in the room right now with a werewolf and a potential serial killer, which I'm not a serial it's, killer. This is Nick. It's Ken. I know Nick Ken's, isn't the serial killer, but his whatever happens my, with his alter ego is the, probably connected to Jupiter with the, too. With the Mars. Oh, it's with Mars. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Awesome. That's fair. Beautiful. Well, today's theme is aliens. Specifically, the uh, first encounter with aliens for I'm I'm choosing humans. You guys, I, it could be aliens with elder aliens. I mean, I don't know what you guys did. Yeah, I I, I also stuck with humanity encountering um, other species. I don't know yet. Nick hasn't come up with his yet, so he's got the second pitch. So he's got until then. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Well, I guess I'll jump in with my pitch. Yeah, kick us off. Uh, so imagine this: we're sitting here. Normal day. Okay. All of just, a sudden. Just like now. It's just like right now, actually. And then all of a sudden, boom, aliens attack. Okay. It's not fun. All right. Uh, a large portion of humanity dies. Oh, and then about a week later, they're just gone. Wait, like the aliens? Yeah, the aliens, they're just gone. So they attack, wiped out a bunch of us. Yep. And then we're like, peace. Yep, they're just gone. And... A couple of years pass by and every single day, humanity is building up defenses. 
um, trying to figure out why the aliens were here, what they wanted, um, just really living in fear because like you never know when they're going to come back. Sure. So, I mean, hmm. a very tense time. Makes sense. Um, and then one day, it could be you, it could be you, it could, could be me, it could be anybody. Somebody is just taken from Earth and the aliens have taken him on to be sort of their ambassador to communicate with the humans. And their plan is they actually initially came to Earth not even realizing that humans were like sentient at all. Uh-huh. They thought that we were just like Monkeys. animals or yeah, yeah it uh. didn't really have like much of a higher functioning going on, mm. which most of us, I mean, some of us don't. <laughs> True. Um, Makes sense. So they, yeah, it was, it was pretty much just an accident that they like, they were like, Oh, we're just like, it was an accident that they genocided. Like pretty much. Yeah. It was like, okay. it, it was as if you went to a, a, a anthill and just like, yeah, stepped yeah. On and it. just they stepped on it. And do it. Yeah. And so now they're like trying to sort of, um, give recompense for that. Uh-huh. So they've, they've, they've taken this human on that they're trying to um, find some way to communicate with them because their cultures are so different that, I mean, there's yeah. pretty much no overlap. Yeah. Um, so the story is really going to be about this guy and learning about this alien culture and about, um, I mean, he had, a, maybe he had loved ones that died and what happened. And he has to like come to grips with the fact that like these aliens, like aren't really that culpable. Like they literally just like, uh, didn't even know what they were doing. Sure. They're going to share all this new technology with the humans and that's going to benefit them. But humanity has to deal with the fact that like the people that are helping them initially, like, I don't know what the percentage is, but like sure. exterminate a lot of them. Yeah. Gosh. That, okay. So, and they chose this person at just at random, like they, did they do any research on who they were going to bring? That's a really good question. On? Um, I want to imagine that they did some sort of research mm. and I don't know what that would be based on. Like, sure. Uh, I mean, again, I haven't thought too much about like what specific technology that these aliens are going to have just that yeah. they're like very far advanced. Of course. Uh-huh. So they're going to have the ability probably to like monitor us and potentially figure out the best candidate, like who's going to be. Um, and I can't remember in, in the movie arrival, uh-huh. Um, without spoiling anything. Yeah, of course. I haven't uh, seen it. Yeah, you'll... Are you going to see it? No. You should see it. It's really good. Oh. Um, it is. But without spoiling anything, was she was she chosen by them? Specifically? <sighs> now, my memory is a little bit hazy. Um, but I, I think based off of my memory of it, how the aliens interpret the world, if you know what I'm getting at yeah. that yep. way. Yep. Um, they knew that she would be the one to help. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Actually, um, it if that makes sense, it makes sense without spoiling anything, which is good. Mm-hmm. So well done there. Uh, if anybody hasn't seen Arrival, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, absolutely, check it out. Um, but I'm I'm picturing maybe obviously like not that exactly, but somehow they have a good idea about oh this person is going to be more receptive. To, to being able to communicate with us and everything. Absolutely. Um, Makes sense. So maybe that'll be explored. But uh, I think for the most part, it's just going to be a really interesting, like, take on um, how they're just, like, so different from us that we can't even compre- comprehend it at all. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think that does sound really interesting. Um, the species that's so far ahead of us that it's hard for them to even recognize our level of sentience. Exactly. Um, exactly even with interacting with us for 
I don't know how long this assault lasted. Um, but I think that is so interesting that it didn't last for long. Like they were there for like days. Sure. Um, because yeah, if they are that advanced, I'm sure that humanity wouldn't stand much of a chance against a race like that. So I think exactly. that, I think that could be really neat um, space to explore of how would humanity a handle knowing they're not alone and there are species that are so far more advanced than us that we have no chance of even thinking about combating them. Um, right. And, and and yeah, how would that change human culture and also how would that change um, this one individual having all this responsibility on the back of their shoulders of, yeah, I could see him coming back with all this knowledge and then humanity just like having a very hard time to accept it, especially, um, I mean, maybe it would help unite some nations together because of the fact that they have an outside like threat. Mm, true. Um, so that's a possibility, but I'm figuring that's not going to happen within the time period. So having to convince every single nation that like, Hey, these aliens are actually like trying to help us now. That's going to be really hard to do. Yeah. That does sound interesting. I still can't get over the fact they just killed a bunch of people. They're like, Oh, all bad. (laughs) I mean, it's like if you were, like I said, you killed some ants or like you chopped down a bunch of trees or something. Yeah. I I do apologize to that. That's always like this interesting thing where it's like, um, maybe they live in a different perspective of time where Mm. like, time for them is just moving so much slower or faster that they don't even perceive that we are like alive. Mm. So it could be something like that. Um, or it could be something that's entirely different. Something so like far out of my mind that I can't even think about it right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and this doesn't cause the the individual to go absolutely nuts. <laughs> Maybe it does. I mean, well, I don't know what the resolution here is. I mean, it could be, um, maybe he realizes that like, he just wants to not even live among humans anymore because he he's found this like new culture and everything and maybe they've yeah. transcended like morally somehow yeah like, stuff like that and he's like maybe he starts we could go in a completely different direction and be like yeah the aliens are actually in the right and they should actually be destroying humanity yeah because they can foresee the fact that they're going to be a problem mm-hmm. <laughs> so there could be that yeah i i mean i guess it depends on how hopeful you want your story to be um because it can be really rough having a story being about um humanity being inherently destructive and uh a problem as we become more advanced and we'll be more selfish um so uh, yeah but i mean that's a really interesting conundrum on whether or not these aliens would recognize this species that is slowly advancing um towards space travel and whatnot yeah um and figuring out what to do with that information um especially if they're smart enough to realize that humanity may be a problem down the line yeah um for the galaxy i really like the idea well two thoughts one i really like i forget who said it i think it was some um he's either a philosopher or i think it was a philosopher but uh the fact that any species of aliens that we contact are more than likely going to be benevolent Mm. because if they aren't, they probably would have destroyed themselves before they could advance to the point to be able to like Ah. interact with us. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like the idea of that. That, Um, Yeah. That's an interesting perspective. So who would, if any aliens did come to meet us, they'd more than likely um, be wanting the good of the universe, hopefully. Sure. Um, But with that being said, I also think, so it'd be interesting to see like, 
maybe they saw the fact that the humans would be a problem for like the universe. And they're like, we got to just do it, guys. Yeah. We got to pull the plug. Sorry, homie. But maybe they like, we were like going to do it. And then they're like, after they started the invasion, they're like kind of backed out and they're like, you know what? We'll give them one last shot. Could that could be, that could be one way we go with it. But yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know yet. Yeah, oh, sure. I yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah, I think that's a really interesting, uh, like it sets up a lot of interesting questions. Um, about encountering species that you know are advancing. Um, and I, I, I feel like that's something that Star Trek does uh, and likes to play around with a lot. Um, it's figuring out how much influence you want to have on a species as they are advancing technologically and socially mm. and culturally. Yeah. Um, and how much good that can do versus bad. Um which I, I, I think that the story you've set up is a really good way of exploring those kinds of themes. Um, yeah, nice. I, I really like the idea. I mean, I, I haven't seen very much Star Trek at all. Mm -hmm. um, there's, so a, like, there's a Starfleet law. You can't, they're not supposed to um, show themselves to certain um, planetary inhabitants. It's called the Prime Directive. Oh my gosh, I didn't know it was amongst the uh, Star Trek <laughs> I'm, I'm not actually a huge Star Trek nerd, but um, th that kind of stuff... Um, is really really interesting to me and i and i think star trek because especially in the older series they would do you know instead of monster of the week it would be planet of the week um of them encountering all these different cultures um and different alien species uh, from vastly different um cultural cultures and also um uh technological advancement um you can encounter with one that are barely putting two sticks together and others that are in a lot of ways more advanced um, than Starfleet or humanity. And tackling those different conundrums is, I think, what that series likes to do a lot, which I think is unique and interesting. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to be the one to like really expand too much on that because that stuff gets so like crazy intense about like what to do about a culture that's entirely on a different field than you like oh yeah scientifically but also morally yeah absolutely i mean it's a really complex subject yeah it's super um, complex yeah <laughs> like not even from a writing perspective but just from a like i don't want to say something that is horribly amoral and i'm too dumb to even know that it is right? yeah you know <laughs> right uh but i think it'd be really fun to explore that question and yeah. uh i love mediums that try to do it totally agree uh, as far as which direction I want to go on, like more nihilistic, like humanity is all going to die or, hey, these aliens are going to come help us. I'm thinking more cautionary tale yeah. okay. of like, okay. hey, don't go down that road. Air aliens are going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I think that's a good direction to take it for sure. Um, right. Especially with, you know, like the world can sometimes seem pretty sad, especially nowadays. And I think that leaning more toward we can turn this ship around and like actually be better versions of ourselves, I think is yeah. um, a good theme to explore in a world that's kind of bleak right now. I think. Yeah. I think I have one last question for you guys. Yeah. Mm. What do you think these aliens should look like? Uh, I think with yours, it should, they definitely shouldn't like look like humans. I think they should look more. I'm, I'm more imagining like, you never actually see them. They're kind of like 
when they go and pick up the kid, they're kind of like in the shadows or in their like light of their spaceship. So you like see the form sort of, but you don't actually see them. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, I think that's a good direction. I think the less humanoid, the better a, so that it will make it harder for humanity to accept. Mm-hmm. Cause I think humanity inherently, um, trusts um things that look like us oh yeah well going back to arrival not that that's the only movie about aliens i've ever seen but they do that really well yeah uh, um making them just like terrifying yeah they, they make them look very strange and unknowable and like something you've never really been familiar with even on earth um with a language that you don't even like can't even wrap your mind around or understand and i think that approaching uh aliens feeling unknowable and then having a human try to convince humanity to know them, I think is a really good angle to take it in. Yeah. Those are both great points and everything, but um, I think that all the aliens look like Elmo. I'm down. <laughs> I am so down. Speaking Do of, they sound like Elmo? Yeah. Speaking of unknowable creatures <laughs> or um, what was, uh, was it? Terrifying. Was it Mr. Noodle? Uh, it, it was like behind the curtain in blue in um elmo's world oh gosh what was that thing's name i haven't watched <laughs> elmo in a few <laughs> that months that thing was so. just a guy wasn't it <laughs> what am i thinking of who's mr noodle <laughs> yeah, what am i thinking of? you know when elmo goes into his room and he's like lifts up the curtain he's like it's mr noodle <laughs> oh gosh dude i didn't watch enough elmo's world i haven't seen it in a couple months okay so I'm a well after out of it after this we'll look up some elmo's world okay. i'll show you guys mr noodle okay so, so this random participant gets abducted <laughs> by elbows. No, 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 no. So let's just paint a, let's paint a tapestry here. Go for it. So gets abducted in the room full of like unrecognizable technology <laughs> to where he, he can't, he can barely distinguish it from magic. And he looks around, there's no one around. And then suddenly like an indent in the, wall opens up as though like propelled by nothing and then this little like two and a half foot red creature kind of waddles in and he goes hello is that what you're telling me that what yeah, happens? Okay. exactly that's exactly what's gonna happen and it's beef up until that point you've just you've watched humanity die in droves it's very bloody of intense course. this movie's like uh, Rated R, very intense movie. And then you get to that point. <laughs> it's just Elmo. Oh, gosh. Are they also as ticklish as Elmo? <laughs> is there one weakness that you go Gucci Gucci and it's yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's what this guy, he, he uh, figures out how to tickle him. And that's what gets him. Yeah, I got you. On their side. What a beautiful message. Man, you had such a good pitch. <laughs> No, I'm I'm further in now. You're, you're in it now. Oh, I'm okay. I'm so in. <laughs> Easy. I like to I like to walk the the thin line of uh, horrific comedy and like drama. Yeah, yeah. I think you did that expertly. Is, can I ask you a question? Is the Cookie Monster a different kind of alien in this, or he's the leader? Yeah, he's Man. the leader. Brilliant. Nice. Brilliant. Uh, so yeah, there's my pitch. Nice. Nick, would you like to go next? I can uh, go next. Sure. Did I give you enough time? Are you looking? There's no notes on the wall now. Yeah, there's nothing okay. over there, pal. I can figure it out. Okay, let's hear it. All right. So my pitch uh, is going to be uh, much different. Um, 
because John started out really serious and then it ended up not serious, but um, mine is going to just be not serious at all. Great. So um, very good. My, my pitch starts out. Um, it's going to be a mix of uh, music, aliens. So music and throughout aliens. the years, the, these, um, these aliens have been kind of watching over humanity mm. and they've kind of been listening in on all of the music that humanity has created. Show me what you got. <laughs> I don't know if that's a reference to something. That's Rick and Morty. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so they've been listening in over the years and all the music that humanity has created. I mean, from all of the years, cause these aliens are very old and it gets to the modern age and these aliens are really, by this time, they're loving the music that humans are creating. They're right? loving it at this point? They're loving it. I know, right? They like it at this point. Are they listening to like top 40 stuff? Or? Top 40, they like all sorts of stuff, oh, Okay, right? great. All sorts, so, all, all, top 40 is not all sorts of stuff. They're missing all the indie music. John, they listen to all the music. You're not getting any and sea so shanties. <laughs> so they just listen to all of it. They like, love all music. Like except country. Channel, like, like, they, they hate country. country. These okay. aliens despise country. So the music. one is they're like no, no country. No country. Okay, music. and are we t- casting the wide net for country here? Like, also bluegrass straight well, they, out. They got their own. Uh, the folk. Mm-mm. They like a little bit of folk. Folk. Okay. Yeah, they bit. can slam but a little bit of folk. Anyways, anyways, these okay. aliens they they decide they want to come to Earth and reveal themselves to humans because guess what they want. No, don't guess. I'm about to tell you. Hit it. They want a universal battle of the bands. Oh. These aliens Ooh. want about to crumble to Earth, and they want to have a contest for battle of the bands. You're so lucky you haven't seen Rick and Morty. <laughs> yes. Because this is, this is a plot line for Rick and Morty, but please go on. Anyways, <laughs> I have not ever seen an episode of Rick and Morty. To be fair, though, the Rick and Morty episode is like multiple worlds. Uh, yeah, I was so about to ask, just, is this only humans competing in this battle of the bands or is this? No, humans against the aliens. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't no, know. Please continue. I've never seen no, Rick and Morty. Go on, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're hitting it. Um, anyways, they um, these aliens are specifically skilled in the classic rock music genre. Nice. Mm. So it's just, this is just one species of aliens versus the humans. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so the aliens are good at classic rock. And is this just, is this their rap? But to us, it sounds like classic rock or is it like their version of classic rock? Like this is their older it's, version. It's all cover songs. They all just, do oh, okay. so, so this is specifically melded based off the humans. Version based of off the human oh, version. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and the aliens pretty much all look, I'm sorry. I'm going totally like comedy stupid here, but they all look like humans. They're just different colored. You know, they're just different. Just, and maybe they have like a yeah, stalk maybe guy. like different, you know, whatever. And they have different what, groups. What color? They're, di- they're all different sorts of. Different oh, colors. all yeah, sorts of. Different yeah, the aliens don't see in color. Yeah, Max. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's my mistake. <laughs> sorry. Um, but they do have like their best <laughs> band, their best like artists are classic rock, but they have different groups. Like they got pop groups that, you know, do the whole Taylor Swift, Hannah Montana type crap <laughs> do they just like classic rock because they like their television or the like signal lags like 20 yeah. or 30 years behind because like the speed of light no no they have modern you know songs they just, they just like, like yeah rock. they just okay yeah, it's a lot better than you know most modern music anyways um so they decide they want to have battle <laughs> the universe yeah of course two species and the winner the winner um well actually um 
if if Earth wins, they get their planet um, doesn't get taken over by the aliens. So we don't get anything if we win, except for that they don't kill us all. Yep. What do they get if they win? Oh, they get killed. They get, though they don't kill it. They want to take us all kind of as like their music slaves. Just make music, music for them till the end of time. Because they think humans are very creative and they come up with a lot of really cool you know, music and they, they love it. So what happens when the aliens realize that a lot of people aren't musically creative? Do they just kill those people outright? They're just um, like, nah, we're sorry. You're not what we're looking for. <laughs> yeah, they, they like test. They like take you into a room and they're like... Here, yeah, imagine like Ameri- piece. imagine like a, the American <laughs> like Idols. A, you know, they got like three. Yeah, it's like American Idol, yeah, but yeah. then it's just like trapdoor and you die. Um, you know, I haven't really thought about that, but we'll go with. Uh, they try to see if they have other skills, like maybe become managers for actually talented people, or or they just you know, okay. kill them. That off. makes sense. But yeah, that sort of thing. Um, but anyways, um, it's the battle of the bands throughout the universe. If the Earth wins, then they get to keep their planet and everything. That's and, nice. Um, the best band from the aliens. They're classic rock, but ACDC. And the lead singer of the Alien sounds exactly like ACDC. Do they only play ACDC? Like, this only is literally AC/DC. just ACDC, yep. but, only they, AC/DC. but they're aliens. Yeah, but they're aliens. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they got one trick, but they do it well. Our savior, Earth's savior, <laughs> is going to have to create new songs oh, please tell me that the aliens is. have never heard before. Okay. Right. It's got to be a mixture of, of famous artists. Oh, it's okay. going to be a mixture. Justin Bieber is the lead singer. Hell yeah. We got... Give me the Biebs. Great. Joe, we got both Jonas Brothers. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, the okay. Two, and, then, and, then, and then the other one is... he He's not in it, but the, the main one's Nick and the other guy that's... The other one? <laughs> he's not. He's, he's, he's not. He didn't make the cut. Okay. Um, And then Travis Barker's the drummer. Oh, wow. You're best of the best, yeah. Best of the best, yeah. <laughs> Okay. So we've got the dream team, the, the Jonas dream Brothers, team. minus one. And it features it features <laughs> Justin Bieber and Travis. And then it Parker. features Jay-Z. It, Jay-Z, Jay-Z has every Jay-Z's song featured. Every, every song. single song is featured Jay-Z. <laughs> every song is featured Jay-Z, <laughs> but he's these, not part of the band. These guys were voted by in by all um by humans. Just all the humans. All the like, humans voted them This is, them this is yep. the top This band. is the top. <laughs> That's what they decided. What kind of music what are they happening? Make? What kind of music do they make? Uh, uh, oh, you know. <laughs> Isn't it obvious? No, no I don't. I want them to be making purely like sea shanties, though. Like <laughs> They play folk music. <laughs> yeah, they play something that none of them have played at all, ever. Uh, yeah, they're just going to do like Bully in the Alley. <laughs> like no. sea shanty. <laughs> No, they gotta they gotta come up with you know new a new sort of like a new genre. Okay, actually, so a mixture of all yeah. of the different styles combined yeah. into one. Yep. Nick, hit me with what the genre is called. <laughs> I have no idea. No, Max. you're gonna you're gonna hit me. <laughs> you're gonna workshop it. What's what's this genre gonna be called? Go oh. ahead. What's what are we going to save the earth with, Nick? Please hit me. What is Bieber gonna serenade these aliens with? I want to. Gosh, I want to hear the the name of the genre echoing through the halls. People are like, oh my gosh, have you heard what two of the three Jonas Brothers, Justin Bieber and Travis Barker have put out to save the oh, earth? Jay-Z, Jay-Z. And Jay-Z, featuring, featuring Jay-Z, featuring Jay-Z, Jay-Z. FT dot Jay-Z, also that. Don't forget Jay-Z. What is this genre called, Nick? Hit me with it. 
Is it going to just be world? If I was your boyfriend, you'd never kill humanity. It, it, yes. Love it. It's pretty much just remaking like Justin Bieber's songs, but with like louder drums. Yeah. 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 yeah pretty much. Okay. Um, great. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, I want to, I want an actual like name though for this. Yeah. No, you ain't, you ain't getting that. Well, I'm coming up with this as I go. I know. And you're going to come up with this name right now. <laughs> I want to know Wait. how Justin Bieber and co are going to save the earth. I'll give you till the end of this pod or not till the end of the podcast. Yeah. Your pitch for the, for the name of that. It's going to be called, um, Oh, here we go. Buckle up, buckle up. Ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be called. <laughs> go ahead. Talk TikTok. Go ahead. Cream music. <laughs> okay. What? What does that mean? It's like smooth, but it's cream. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Great. I not, awesome. Okay. Not not exactly the style I would have seen from a Travis Barker drum band. Oh, but I, Demi Lovato's in some of these songs too. It just kind of <laughs> just okay. Cool. Cool. Cream. She, she, music. she got voted in last minute because it makes you cream. Yeah. Is that it? That's what, yep. Been there. And this, <laughs> and uh, so we go through and, you know, the aliens are, they're really good at, 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 classic, music, rock, at yeah. classic rock, but they're just good in, like, they, they got they're talent. They're good at singing. They're good at, like, some of these aliens got, like, some of these aliens got, like, eight fingers. For, so guitar solos are insane, right? Fair. Fair. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's, um you know, they, they do a little bit of remixes on some classic rock stuff. Like they, the lead guitarist for ACDC, he's got, for the ACDC cover band, he's got like eight fingers. So he does some, you know, extra notes in there and everything. Sounds sure. really good. Well, comes down to the 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 Aliens band and then our, our dream team band. And... <laughs> Wait, so there were other bands. Is there it, were it, others, like just the normal bands? Just, yeah, just the there normal. are others, yeah. but those are like B the, and C plot. Yeah, just like Billie Eilish is just, like, just there. Like, yeah, she's just there. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, eventually um, the end of the movie and everything is, um, you know, the the dream team or the the cream team. Awful. Awful. That's the name of the movie. Just <laughs> the cream team. Just terrible. <laughs> No, that's actually really good. No. That's, I don't like that. No, I'm going to say no. <laughs> okay, well, you're off the cream team. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm cool with that. I'll, I'll catch them on live television yeah. when they're trying to save the earth. <laughs> they, they come out with this song that no one obviously has ever heard before. And I'm not going to tell you the name of it because I don't know the name of it, but it's... um. I don't remember the greatest song in the world. Yeah, exactly. It's just, just a, a tribute. tribute. It's a tribute. Yeah. Um, and they, they just rock it. And then to the movie, the aliens say, okay, you guys can keep your planet. And then they fly away in their um, spaceship. Damn. So they're just like cool with that. They're like, you yeah, win. Just like, dang. Some aliens stay because uh, the love interest in the movie really likes one of the Jonas brothers. And, you know, it's the night stay. And then Fine, you're going to keep the mountain resort. Yeah. We're not going to tear down the mountain. <laughs> That's beautiful. I like that. So, where's my ad read? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got one more. Okay, we got one more coming. Don't. I, I think the cream team could go all the, the way. The cream team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so, is is there any other bands that are like trying to make it, and they like? Are trying to compete against it. Yeah, it's, are, it's all one like one tournament thing, and, and they you give know, me some, yeah, like imagine Pitch Perfect, like that that little scenario. On yeah, shout, shout out like who's second place, who's third place. Second place, uh, let's see. Second place is going to be um, uh, well, they were a cover band, 
another that cover. no one's ever heard of. Another cover band. Another cover band. No, but they were they, but they were second place. The Jack, Good for they, them. they covered Jackson the Jackson Five songs. Okay. Oh yeah. So the aliens just can, love cover bands. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's cool. why they wanted to take over and make humans like. Like are you not slave. keeping up john okay the aliens aren't, they're not obvious. creative they're not creative enough to come up with their own music they want the humans to come up with all the music and everything yeah so i think they would value like if you were making your own music music and not being a cover band true but i i'm not thinking like that in this situation <laughs> okay <laughs> okay oh, i forgot i forgot that we, we're not supposed to think during these pitches truth <laughs> truth i forgot about that part um I, no, so you got that that Jackson Five cover band, and then we got um, uh, let's see, Halsey Halsey wins. Uh, she gets comes in fourth. She wins fourth. She wins fourth. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Winning is in the eye of the beholder, John. Okay, wait, she got a participation medal. All right, okay, that's fair. Um, let's see here. Um, okay, I think that we, you don't need to name the top ten here. Uh, so Halsey and some cover band. Halsey and J- Jackson Five. And I mean, and some yeah. Jackson Five cover yeah, band. And man, they killed it. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so are you, are you going to stick with the? Oh, Korean? Weird Al. Weird Al was up there. Oh my god. <laughs> of course, Weird Al is up. I there. mean, I feel like he should have won. I feel like Weird Al's an alien himself. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Only yeah. he's just a benevolent one, sort. He's just like, hey, I like being here, so I'm just going to stick around. Yeah, that's <sighs> true. It's good, dude. Are you sticking with the Cream Team for the name? Is there any other well, you name? Can take the title? Here's the thing. You can take another pass at it if you want. <laughs> not that Cream Teen isn't A+. Plus. You, like you like nailed the, it right do, out do of the gate. you not like the Cream Teen? I love it. But really? all I'm, 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 Nick, you absolutely nailed it the first time. I'm just saying, if you're not satisfied, you can take another pass at it I right think, here. I think Cream Music is really, really a really good new genre, and the Cream Team is the perfect band for, okay, for that. I no? tried. Um, so <laughs> do we want to do my pitch now? I think... <laughs> okay oh i do want to i want to interject and say uh the name of my uh movie was actually going to be the ambassador simple clean like it is Uh, the cream team not clean (laughs) it's clean it's cream well okay clean like cream like you put cream in your coffee yeah totally don't see what that has has to do with it there will be all right no miscommunication on that max what do you got for us uh okay so imagine if you will Humanity. It's the 23rd century. We're decently advanced. Okay, so we're going in the future. Yeah, we're in. The, we're going in the future. Um, for the most part, um, Earth has been unified. Uh, there are very few wars. Um, different, definitely different borders. We still have countries, um, but world peace has been mostly achieved. Okay, so like the UN's doing what they're supposed to. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Um, nice. World peace has been mostly achieved. Um, one day, seemingly out of nowhere, um, this large flagship, uh, visits us. Mm. Huge. And what does it look like? What does it look like? Uh, it's, it's basically this large, like, like freighter. Like think of like a large, um, battleship or, or like a carrier with a bunch of different jets, um, like on the ocean, like what the Navy has. Um, but think of if that can fly. Okay. Uh, I'm just okay. picturing Star Wars. Yeah. yeah nice. And that's fine. Only less triangular. Okay. If you can, if I mean, you can uh, explore rectangle. that. That's great. Love it. I like rectangles. Loving this. See? Rectangles friendly. Um, this large carrier visits and they send 
a few different ambassadors down, and these are different species. Um, each ambassador is from a different species. Different of species alien. of alien. Okay. Yes, correct. Interesting. Um, and they say, "Hi, Earth." In we, English. Yes. Wow. In English. Oh, they know how to speak English. Absolutely. Ooh, nice. Um, oh, and and this is basically the lead ambassador. Some of the other ones, they don't actually have the vocal cords or like mouth structure necessary to actually form English language. Sure. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so one of the species have the anatomy necessary to actually communicate. Um, and they say, hey, Earth, we've been keeping an eye on you. Doing good. Um, Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. I thought we were going to make it this episode without a Borai reference. I thought, <laughs> I thought we were going to do it and we were going to be in good shape. Um, I'll cut that. We've been tracking your progress and we think you are up to be inducted into the UGA. Ooh. What's the UGA? Um, the United Galaxy Alliance. You didn't know wow. that? Wow. Why didn't you know that? I haven't heard of them yet. It's not 2,300. Oh. Um, so, first off, are you guys interested? I'm going to very. I'm, I like I'm gonna this. Turn this off. While oh, yeah. Sure it's up here because uh starting to peeve me off. No problem. There you go, buddy. Yeah, hit it. That'll work. So, obviously, like, and this is humanity's first encounter with any extraterrestrials at all. Sure. Um, so this is obviously... Where's our space force at this point? Like, this is far in the future. Like, uh, yeah. This is pretty far in the future. We've um, successfully, I wouldn't say colonized Mars, but we do have, um, like, people on Mars. Okay. Oh, nice. um, so still pretty peanuts. Yeah, still pretty peanuts. But, um, like, we're advanced enough to where space travel within the solar system, at least close planets... Is possible. Um, is possible, and, nice. and we've gotten decent at it. Okay. Um but on Earth is where the good technology is. Like we we've really advanced in terms of um, pollution and um, controlling that. We've advanced, like, yeah, yeah, good way or yeah, bad. No, no, like we've killed it in pollution. <laughs> nice. um, no, no, like we've we've mostly Cleaning solved we've mostly solved global warming. Oh um, wow, I like this. I mean, this we're still here. Nice. Yeah, yeah, we, we're so, still here. We actually got our we, we got our shit together. Nice. Um, so and the aliens are like, hey, you guys can come on over to the UGA, the United Galaxy Alliance. We think you guys have been doing Is there a membership well. fee for that? Or? Oh, okay, so here's the thing. Um, we need to do a little test run. Oh, okay. Um, because to get inducted, we want to make sure that you guys can acclimate to our culture in the UGA because we're comprised of a bunch of different species from different worlds, different backgrounds, right. different cultures. Um, so we want to do a little flight test to make sure that we're compatible and that you guys will be compatible and you won't Try cause to. some trouble. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to send um, a bunch of different species down here. Okay. Oh. Um, and we're going to make a sign-up sheet. Are they going to take our jobs? Here we go, John. Oh, <laughs> so okay. So we're going we're gonna to send a bunch of aliens down here and obviously they don't call themselves aliens. We're going to send a bunch of whoever we are um, because yeah. it's a bunch of different species. We're um, down here and they're going to stay here for five years. That's okay. a long time. Yeah. Um, for us. And likewise, we're going to make a sign-up sheet that's going to go live very soon and it's completely voluntary and you guys, we're going to select 
some humans to get taken aboard the Agora. I'm down. The Agora. The I'll Agora is up. the name of this extraplanetary ship that's cool. in space. Yeah, um, and it's basically this big city that is comprised of a bunch of different members of or species. I shouldn't even say members. Awesome. So it's like a floating city. So, yeah. Um, rough size. Give me a give me a city. Uh, I, I'm gonna say uh, houses twenty million. Twenty million. Wow, that's big. It's pretty big. Now, are, we it's, talk, are we talking houses twenty million? Like uh, like very. In close, no, in no, quarters, it's, it's, or? It, it, it's well spaced. Um, this is a very this is, like a, this is like a New York 20 million. Or oh, like uh, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, it, it'll be stacked, it'll be like a metropolitan city, cool. but with a little more space. <clears throat> it, you won't run into like huge problems like you would in like India or somewhere, um, nice. where people barely have enough space for themselves. Very cool. So, these humans that are signing up are just going to live on that city, correct? And cool. they will be living there for five years. Got it, got it. Wow. Um, and and those humans that get selected um, will stay there for five years, same amount of time as aliens. And they will basically have check-ins um, that they will report to. They'll probably have some sort of officer um, that they report to frequently to check in and be like, hey, how are things going? Um, how are you acclimating to this new environment? How are you being treated? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and after those five years are up, the UGA will take all that data that they've extrapolated from the humans that are on the Agora and the aliens that are on Earth, and they will make a decision on whether or not humanity can join the UGA. Got it. Okay. Oh, nice. So, a couple questions. Sure. First of all, this feels like a TV show. I think it should yeah, be. And, yeah, and it feels that's, episodic. that's what I was leaning. I was not doing a movie. I think that this would work better episodic. I totally Definitely. agree. Totally. Yeah. I could, or book, episode, or episodic. Yeah. Whichever. I think yeah. TV, TV show, show is, is what I had envisioned. I like that. Um, so, yeah, what are the criteria for to get into the UGA? Okay. So, the criteria for the UGA is your species needs to be unified. Um, if you're constantly at war with one another, um, they see you as a threat and it will be hard for them to get along with you yeah. um, because they're afraid that they're, you're going to start um, like an basically trouble. Sure. Oh, okay. um, I mean, it seems like humans have passed that at this point. Correct. But so it seems like we already passed that hurdle. Yes. They're not really going to be testing so much for that with this like. Correct. Switch. Yeah. Humanity is mostly over it. Okay. They're over it. <laughs> um, yeah. They're mostly over their warfaring ways um, with obviously like little sex of, you know, terrorism attacks. Like you can't completely get rid of violence. Yeah. It's always no. going to be bad. Um, but for the most part, humanity has gotten over warfaring ways. Um, and a lot of that came from us succeeding in, um, uh, solar system travel and actually being able to explore other worlds. Expand, not be on top of each other exactly. as much. Yeah. Um, so that, that was some of the reasoning for it. But um, yeah, primarily we need to make sure that the species is on the same page, okay. uh, basically. So this test run is primarily to make sure that culturally um, the UGA species and humanity can mesh. Um, Got it. To make sure that there won't be any hiccups when they will be living in close, close proximity. Because once you join the UGA, um, you obviously gain access to all the technology they have available to them. But also... That's awesome. But also, your world is a part of this alliance. And therefore, immigration 
the aliens can live there, come there. Yeah. Um, Got it. Got it. So you're a part of this bigger whole. Yeah. What kind of regulations does that come with? Like as far as like how much power does the UGA have over our government So or governments? Yeah. So when you join the UGA, um, humanity will have a representative within the council. Each species has a representative within the council of the UGA and they get a say on how the UGA operates primarily for their world, but also regulations for all the other worlds that are a part of the Alliance. Okay. Got nice. it. Got it. Is this representative, are they supposed to be like the world leader or can it be like... Um, primarily, yes, since gotcha. they would prefer the leader that will represent humanity to also be the leader that humanity has chosen. Makes sense. Um, they would prefer for that to be the case. Um, um, you said there's how many representatives? Uh, from humans pri- primarily one and one. then there will and then there will be um some under like there's not only one species in the branch of government of the entire uga and there's sure. only one person that makes all the decisions for all that there are checks and balances um that i'd like to keep in, in check um to make sure that not one person is literally deciding the fate of their entire species makes sense now is is the U- uga are they good or is, or is there like some you find out later on like maybe they're a little bit rotten on the inside or so i i kind of wanted to explore that um humanity its flaws and also the flaws of this large um bureaucratic system mm-hmm. um, sure and the benefits that can come from that but also um the drawbacks of being a part of this huge intergalactic alliance yeah mm-hmm. um because there obviously would be a lot of drawbacks for that and i think that we would constantly be swapping between perspectives of the aliens that are on earth and what their experience is like there and also humanity and how different it is above the Agora. That's what and I was going to ask. Yeah. Cause I, I definitely want to see the perspective of both sides of it. Yeah. So you're going to have like a core group of people you're following Absolutely. on each side of it. Absolutely. Um, to, to get that perspective of humanity, even with us um, advancing so far and getting rid of, a lot of our less than stellar characteristics um, showing still that we're flawed and also showing um, the flawed drawbacks of what life is like on the Agora and what life is like um, joining the UGA. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole nother hurdle. Once you've, we've come together, there's not as much war, but then you're getting like a whole new species of like aliens. And that's going to, I assume that's going to come back with some like racism exactly or, yeah racism racism be the right word xenophobia yeah. uh yeah yeah i mean speciesism maybe um, yeah I, i'm not quite sure because i mean i guess you could say that the aliens are also different races yeah um in a manner of speaking so i think mm. racism could be the right word um but yeah i mean humanity even with our advancement we still aren't perfect and we're we still have you know racism and xenophobia xenophobia and um violence and all sorts of different things that are still negative. But I assume they also aren't perfect. Exactly. Like the aliens aren't perfect, surely. Of course. Sorry, they like maybe a little bit, um, I don't know, not as welcoming. Some of them aren't as welcoming towards the humans that are on the ship. Mm-hmm. Probably. So there's like probably yeah. a lot of friction there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, no, I, and it, that's the thing is I, I, I really would like to explore um, A, dropping a bunch of humans from a bunch of different backgrounds into this completely new environment. Um, and you're going to have some good eggs and you're going to have some bad eggs in there and seeing how those people can interact with this brand new culture 
um, and seeing how the aliens respond to that. Do the humans up there live in sort of a community within themselves, but then they work with the aliens or is it they're like, you're living, like, you will be living amongst. Yeah. Cause wow. they probably they want That's pretty hard. That's lonely. Yeah. Cause I think the test is probably to see how well we acclimate to everything. What so. about the, what about the sex? Okay, so here's the thing about the oh, sex job. Oh, yeah, I was wondering about that, too. Um, <laughs> because because the UGA is comprised of many different species, yeah. um, some are sexually compatible with humanity. Really? Yes. It's so like a nice. situation here. Uh, yes, kind of. Um, nice. But that's not, that's not to say that all of them look like humans. Sure. Um, so, I mean, I mean depending on how compatible is a very vague term. So, yeah. So, I'm going to say that obviously you can't sire children. Okay. Um, with many of these aliens. Many or any? Uh, yeah. Many. Oh, so we got to have some. some. We got to have some hybrids. I'm going to say around. some. Okay. Probably the I'm going to say some. More closely related. Sure. To um, yeah. Like uh, yes. Some because all these. Um, aliens are carbon-based life forms from the Milky Way galaxy. They're going to be on some baseline level kind of similar to us. Got it. Um, I, I mean, but wildly different. Like some could be plant-based people um, that don't even need I'm into plants. You're, in, um, you're into plants. I'm into plants. Okay, you're into plants. <laughs> don't touch my plants. <laughs> a girl. <laughs> well, I don't think you'd say girl, would you? <laughs> well, I mean, I, plants, plants can have sexes. Yeah, man. I knew that. <laughs> yep. Like the piston and the... That's... I, I thought they were mostly both, but... Uh, like yeah, that? You know what? Now I feel like an idiot. I think you're probably I, right. I think they potentially have both okay. of those. Just edit this out. Hey, we are not promoting ourselves as a... Oh, yeah. Uh, in case that wasn't clear, I'm a dumbass. Science podcast here. Yeah. Uh, in, in case that wasn't overtly clear ladies and gentlemen i am not smart hey but hey, by any stretch of the imagination did you hear my pitch <laughs> hey, you're making this up if you want female plants you can have female okay plants. well all, all i'm saying is that um there will be some species that are um biologically similar enough to us that we can copulate and reproduce with them hell yeah What's Hell the, yeah. What's the music like? <laughs> what's the music like? <laughs> what's the music well, I mean, like? because it's comprised of a bunch of different species, I mean, it depends. Would they enjoy the cream team? <laughs> Would they enjoy the cream team? I'm going to say depends. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Peeper's the lead singer. Yeah, I'm good. And I think they are too. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I think that because it's such an unprecedented melting pot of culture and society that you will run into things you haven't even really thought about before that are socially acceptable or unacceptable, right. depending on who you're interacting with. Mm -hmm. Sure. And overcoming those different cultural hurdles is why they're taking such a relatively long time for humans, but honestly probably short for them yeah. um, to um, have this test run and figure out if humanity could actually be compatible of being opened up to uh, all these different cities and planets and also opening up earth to all these different species. Yeah. Are they going to, they're probably going to have to really, once earth does open up because there's probably a lot of different aliens. So if a lot of aliens decide to move to earth, would earth have enough space to keep all yeah. the humans? And, and, and there will obviously be regulation about that. Mm -hmm. um, they, 
can't just simply say, hey, open borders, anyone can come wherever right. because there's a limited amount of space and yeah. obviously yeah. limited amount of resources that uh, Planet can support. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will definitely be hashed out if the UGA decides to induct humanity into um, I mean, we could, we could get into the weed here as far as like economics and exchange rate or oh, yeah. whatever oh, currency those yeah. aliens oh, yeah. have and like how that's going to look or work. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. It's no joke. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be a process. I mean, just when they decide that that's going to happen, it's still going to probably take years and years for, um, humanity to be fully incorporated. In right. The yeah. Right. It's not going to be a switch that you can just flip on a dime. No, yeah, it's too complex for that. Yeah. There's so many processes that you have to, you have to go into of course. Uh, my my last question for you is mm. um can you give me a little snapshot into like one of the people we're going to be following for the humans and one for the aliens like yeah absolutely like? um so like i said um with this selection process um i truly did want it to be random um with a lot of different people being aboard the agora and also a lot of different species and also different personalities within those species mm-hmm. to be on earth. Um, so I think that it would be interesting if on board the Agora, we are following um, a person that isn't the most well-educated. Okay. Um, kind of your every man. Um, Just a blue collar worker. Yeah. Um, and and I, I'm not um, saying stupid by any means, um, but I, I think in every man, um, that has experienced quite a bit at his time time on earth um, working there and now being exposed to these um, new cultural pitfalls and new mm-hmm. interactions. Is his career path going to transfer over to the aliens? Like, are they trying to pick people that like, oh, because you're a plumber, we don't have toilets up here or for <laughs> what? I don't know. But they're like, oh, we're not going to pick you because you your career and your knowledge isn't going to like apply here. Yeah. So during the selection process, they will be pretty thorough on figuring out um, what kind of skills um, the applicants will have and trying best to make sure that those skills are transferable aboard the Agora so that they aren't just, you know, feeling completely out of their element. Um, I mean, everyone needs everyone accounts. needs accountants. That's true. Yeah, be, be in the, um, particularly the UGA wants to make sure that the humans that do go aboard the Agora um, have something to do, so that um, this time that they're spending there, they're actually gather, gathering meaningful data, not only um, for social interactions but also for um, work environment interactions. Um, can right. humans do they have um, transferable skills for um, a city like the Agora? Um, how similar is the city compared to what humans are used to? Okay. Nice. So, so what, what does he do? Um, so What's what work? he does, I haven't actually thought about this. Accountant. Um, and I said he could be a she. Uh, yeah, it could be a she. Um, Although you did say the typical working man. True. Yeah, I, I, I did say the typical working man. Um, let's say mechanic. Mechanic. Um, is that going to be able to transfer i mean i'm I sure they'll, teach him. they'll probably be, teach him um, because true. i i mean and this is future humanity they have actually decently advanced technology that this person probably interacts with frequently yeah um working on you know different appliances or also he could be working on whatever vehicles we drive um if we even use vehicles um so i think that this person is pretty um intimately familiar with um technology um but just not the 
ones and zeros side of it. Um, okay. It's it's very hardware based. Like, up oh, you got your coolant pump messed up. I can fix that right up. He doesn't know um, particularly how the coolant pump works, but he knows that it needs to work. Yeah, he can bang um, on some stuff and make it work. Yeah, exactly. He's going to need some training, obviously. Yeah, for, uh, of course. But um, yeah, that be, makes sense. Because, I mean, it, even though humanity is pretty advanced and kind of comparable to how advanced these aliens are, it's still, they're leagues ahead of us. I mean, um, yeah. sure, because gotcha. they're capable of interstellar travel, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a huge, and leap. they've united many different exactly. species of aliens together. Already. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, he'll definitely have some onboarding to do, but um, he's a pretty dedicated worker, um, and he likes to put his nose to the grindstone, and he's open to new experiences, um, which I think would be a good entry point for the human side of things of showing. Hey, I'm super unfamiliar with this new environment, um, but I am willing to learn about the ins and outs of how this place works. Um, so I think that could be um, interesting. Now, as for the alien side of things, um, I think it would be good to have a much more um, aristocratic, like intelligent alien okay. um, to be down on Earth. And I think why I would enjoy dealing with a more higher up species um, is because we would get a way better glimpse into what that species holds dear um, by really focusing on social differences. This person is very, very used to how things are at the UGA and particularly among their species. And they'll get a little bit of culture shock being among humans. Yeah, they're going to be like upset because their toilet doesn't like get up there and like <laughs> really clean and yeah bad. yeah like yeah. um I, I want them to be a little more um snobby yeah um about being on like Earth. you guys don't have instantaneous travel here yeah um because a for the reader or the watcher um it would be much easier for them to understand the differences from the alien's perspective but also i think it would be um a neat arc for that character to um slowly grow more accustomed to humanity um, and how things are done there and recognizing that humanity does have some value um even with being technologically behind nice yeah i I like i like that perspective you get the the different viewpoints um good juxtaposition and and it doesn't just have to be those two characters i i think that it would be you may follow a group from each or something. Yeah, I think it'd be a lot. Or yeah, not a lot, but like um, but uh, yeah, several different. I, ones. I think I think that um, those were two that I think should be like um, pretty mm-hmm. primary focal points of those two stories mm-hmm. um, to really explore the differences between those two. And the aristocratic one is a plant. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yes, <laughs> a sexy plant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. really sexy Curvy plant. Sexy plant. <laughs> God damn! Stop. I'm not letting either one of Stop. you touch my plants. <laughs> I see one. You got one right over there. I know. Don't you look at it like that. It's not my type. That's not your type. (laughs) Uh, So what's uh, what's your title? I haven't thought of it, actually. Um, I I took some time thinking about um, the title. um, And I just couldn't really stick on something that didn't sound um, too hokey or vague. Sure. Honesty. Um, I, I mean, do you guys have any ideas? Because I, I, I really was trying um, to come up with one because I was like, I really should have a title for this thing. I don't know if it works, but what was coming to mind for me was agoraphobia. 
Oh. Yeah. Sure. Just because, like, I mean, the ship's name is Agora, and like, yeah, uh, agoraphobia is like the the fear of open spaces, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it like, is. Um, and yeah, I, I can that see could, that. That could play into it, but I'm thinking like a. If you say cream, any derivative yeah. of cream, like a, a I'm walking of like, out of this room. Like intertwining, because you know, like they're kind of coming, like inter, mm. like inter. I don't, want to, I don't know what to call it intertwine because it was interesting. Sure, sure, sure. But something, something about like, that, though. yeah, some along those those lines. Yeah, because um, I mean, I, I I was close to just calling it the agora because that's where a lot mm-hmm. of it's going to take that'd, place. That'd be good as well. Um, yeah. but. It's marketable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't super sold on that. Uh, maybe I need to give it a little more thought. But I mean, the reason why I chose Agora um, is because um, it was the Greek word for meeting place. Oh, um, oh cool. Yeah. And and that's um, it, it was basically um, where all the Greeks would meet um, to discuss different ideas and different things. Um, Perfect, and that, and I thought that that was pretty apt for the kind of uh, city that they'd be visiting. You know, I'm so I think I, it, I think I it think, should just be called yeah. the Agora. I think it should just be called the Agora. Uh, yeah. Agora. I mean, sure, it's a little obvious. But. Yeah, it's a little on the nose, but I yeah, I I thought that it was apt for what I was going for anyway with that kind of yeah. I like it. Well, awesome. Uh, be on the lookout for these uh <laughs> these amazing movies and uh tv shows the next uh what two years start riding mine tonight yeah i mean yeah i mean we're already in production so. <laughs> netflix <laughs> yeah um how many well, seasons do you guys have uh, well we only have two right now because you know how finicky next yeah, netflix they're is not gonna sign three. you for more than two um, yeah but i'm i'm hoping for 17 <laughs> wow. wow what how many episodes per season not more than 10 right uh no two per season <laughs> two per season but they're five hours long yeah oh Ooh. yeah they're events holy smokes nice amazing uh well now we get the best part which is we have to vote whose is the best and whose is the worst you can't vote for yourself can you and you can't vote for yourself except for we uh allowed voting for yourself in the last episode so i'm gonna allow it this time nobody has yet but if you really joking. think yours is the best you can joking. vote for yourself Okay. Nick, you want to start us off? Yeah. I like both of yours. Um, Thank you. Thank you. I'm not going to lie, though. John, I know I never vote for you. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. And I really want to. I don't, don't get like me wrong. This <laughs> but I feel like with Max's, I could have just asked him questions forever on his, and he would, you know, he came up, he was coming up with stuff. And yeah. I could have talked to him about his for hours. I still have questions that I could have asked his. I mean, his was like, I could really see his becoming like a, a series. How on. many episodes have you been on? What's up? How many episodes have you been on? This will be my fourth. Okay, this is your last one. It's <laughs> fine. Okay. I'm going to so, go with Max's. You're going with Max's. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. But I liked yours. Yours is good, too. Hey, thanks, I really man. did. I thanks. think yours was good, like, as a movie. But I like TV shows. You're a TV so show So I was going to go with go with Max. Yeah. All right, Max, what do you got? Uh, Creeped. Okay. Uh, as inspiring as the cream team is, <laughs> truly, uh, it, it really will be the film of the generation. I have no doubt. But I think there is a little bit more to explore with John's idea. Hell yeah, baby! I'm gonna be honest. Um, I mean, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, of course. Um, so I, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with John's. It's close uh, though, right? Close. So so close, super John. Close. John, look, or Nick, look at me. Yeah, 
Real close. Okay, thanks. Real close. I feel better about that. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go with John. I think there's a, a, a little bit more to chew on there. Okay. okay, I like that. In that case, I get to decide who's the loser here. Is it going to be Nick or me? You don't pick me. I'm going to go over to your okay, plant right now. It could be right a three-way now. tie if I choose Nick. Could be. Um, you don't pick me. I'm going to go over to your plant right now. I did I did really like I, I like both of them. Um, I agree with what you said, Max. Like we could have gone, we could have gone on for another hour, like picking more in depth about um, just little aspects of that. Uh, I I think the the dream team Korean team would be fun. Um, I think it's going to be a great summer movie. People are going to love it. Absolutely, uh, like a twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. At least a twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But uh, audience score eighty four. It's pretty I good. I, I do. I do that. want to say that maybe you forgot about the Elmo aspect of mine, so maybe you should have voted for mine because of that. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna actually have to go with the uh, the Agora as well, just because the name is perfect. It is. Oh, it's well, good. It's, it's well amazing. So I'm gonna give Max the win here. Oh well, thanks guys. I'll play thanks. a clapping noise. Oh, at this point. excellent. Whoa. It wasn't that great. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, in that case, Nick, you get to do the sick ad read at the nice. end here. Uh, and to do that, Max, all we're going to do is we're going to give uh, Nick two words. I'm going to give one word. You give another Let's word. Pick one that I know. Of course. Thank and uh, then he's just going to have to create an ad read based off of that. Fantastic. So, uh, if you got a, if you got a word, you can throw it out. Uh, sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. Play hoppy. What do you got? Okay. I'm going to say kite. Okay, that's a, that's <clears throat> that's pretty tough. Hit us with the sloppy kite. Gotcha. Yeah. You ever get your kite stuck in the tree all the time? All the time. All the time on a windy day, it's flying around, and you get your kite stuck in a tree. Well, fear no more, sloppy kite. If your sloppy kite gets stuck in the tree, it's so freaking sloppy, it's not going to stay. It's going to fall out of the tree. Sloppy kites. They come in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> Order your sloppy kite today. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't want a sloppy kite. I don't kite. want a sloppy kite. Come on, man. Not like this. Not like this. 1-800-SLOPPY-KITE.